Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm. Ah, oh, crap, where's my notes? Al, I'm Al Rodriguez. And I am Alfonso Cor. I mean, Tony Camarena. All right, you lost your notes too? All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, if I was uh, Alfonso Caron, we'd get a lot more listeners. <laughs> who's that? He's a director. He directed oh. uh, the third Harry Potter movie and a lot of other good things. But Oh, okay. Oh, good to know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, now I really have lost my spot on the notes. Anyway, oh, that's right. Before we really get into it, uh, if you like that weird, stupid banter we do sometimes, uh, you should follow us on Twitter. We don't actually put any of that banter on Twitter, but maybe we will. Uh, you can find us at MCU underscore Rewind. And uh, we also are begging you to give us some sort of rating in uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever app you use that allows you to give ratings, because not all of them let you do that. Uh, that would be awesome, too. And, you know, subscribe to the show. Download it, at least auto-download them or something. Tell your friends about this. Anyway, uh, sales pitch aside, today we are talking about Daredevil Season 2, Episode 8, Guilty as Sin which originally premiered on March 18th, 2016. Alfonso Caron also directed Gravity and Children of Men. Anyway, <laughs> here's a brief rundown of the episode in one minute or less. <laughs> Man and Electra are attacked by frickin' ninjas! Then they're saved by Stick. Back at the apartment, Stick cures Electra's poison that she got from said ninja and explains to Matt about the hand, the chaste, and that Electra had been working for him the whole time. <gasps> Matt offers to take Electra back if she gives up Stick's fight. Later, they are attacked by a lone ninja. Matt defeats him, but Electra comes and slits the ninja's throat. In court, Foggy has to do all the work himself. He begins swaying the jury into his favor, but Frank takes the stand and purposefully wrecks his own defense. Frank enters prison and is led by a guard into a meeting with uh, Frisky Fisk. I mean, Wilson Fisk. I actually didn't time it that time, so I don't know how I did. <laughs> oh, you know, I meant to time you, but I, I think you were like a second or two short, so I think you were good. All right. All right. I feel good about that. Yeah. Also, I completely forgot about the name Frisky Fisky. So that's right. Glad you brought that back. <laughs> okay. I hope he's not getting too frisky in prison, but you know what? Whatever floats your boat. Yeah, yeah, whatever you need to do to survive, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Mm -hmm. Um, you ready for some fast facts? Yes, I am. On your left. Uh-huh, on my left. Got it. Nothing goes over my head. My reflexes are too fast. I would catch it. You didn't see that coming? What have you got? Um, I've got uh, Mr. Ray Schoonover. The um, the guy who testifies on Frank's behalf <clears throat> in the comics, he was Frank's former commanding officer in the Vietnam War. He was originally in Punisher War Journal number eight back in March nineteen eighty eight. Um, he uh, he was his uh officer. He ran a secret d drug smuggling ring. Um. And then while he was running for U.S. Senate, he hired another hero or villain named Sniper to take out anyone who knew his secret, which included the Punisher, who knew his secret. The Punisher <gasps> defeated them. Shocking twist. Yeah, I, I felt oh. like I could have told you that part, at least. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Also, his actor, Clancy Brown, uh, do you know him from anything? His name sounds super, or sorry, not his name, his, uh, his voice sounded super familiar, and I, yeah. I meant to look him up. Uh, but I did not. Well, um, he's done some live action stuff, but he mostly is known for his voice work. Yeah, so to, a, a call, a call back to last week, he was one of the on um, the main villains in Shawshank Redemption. So oh. yeah, we talked about Shawshank Redemption next week, <laughs> last week. But also, he was a voice of another character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He was Surtur in Thor Ragnarok. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's also, uh, plays Red Hulk and Taskmaster in, uh, Avengers Assemble. He plays, uh, Berg, the red, um, horned guy in the Jailbreak episode of The Mandalorian. Uh, as well as Savage Opress in Clone Wars. And he's played, uh, Lex Luthor in many various things, all the way from Justice League, the 
what early two thousands, late nineties cartoon. Okay, yeah, that that's probably where I recognize his voice from as uh, Lex yeah. Luthor. He's also been a a lot of other things, but I felt like that list was long enough. Yeah. I pretty much picked out the superhero stuff in Star Wars. Okay. Yeah, if if anyone cares more, they can find him on IMDb. Yeah. Um. Oh, also, I I missed Star Wars Day last week, so I feel bad about that. But I'm not going to miss this week. Al, happy belated birthday. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Or future birthday, because time travel. Anyway. <laughs> Do I have to wait uh, six months for my birthday present from you like I did for uh, <laughs> Only Christmas time present? will tell. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was not a birthday present. Remember what I wrote in the card? <laughs> I think it was a China, It was a Valentine's Day present. After yeah, crossing out the 14 other holidays. <laughs> uh, well, thank anyway, you. You're welcome. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's see. Maybe it will be... You'll get your birthday present around Christmas. <laughs> Okay, we'll see. So you'll get your birthday present before I get mine. Well, definitely. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, Did you have any fast facts? Nope, not a one. Didn't think so. All right. All right. (laughs) Moving on to our heroes. Maybe it's enough that the world thinks I'm a hero. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. I choose to run toward my problems not away from them that's what because that's what heroes do uh who you want to start with uh i mean i feel like we should start with daredevil um or we can lead up to daredevil i mean it's 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 your call you're the one leading the episode but i'm good either way um uh if you have something for daredevil we can start with daredevil oh i don't have anything uh I've oh just... <laughs> yeah neither do i oh okay <laughs> Um, I mean, just summarizing Daredevil in this episode, um, it's, you know, we, we kind of said, you know, it's a continuation of last week, right? He's he's definitely, um, you know, kind of in that mode of uh, choosing between, you know, the multiple lives, right? That, that stuff's really messing with him. Um, although in this episode, he, he kind of, like, starts trying to, I guess, basically side with Elektra and... Uh, you know, wanting to, I guess, side with her, right? Or she, at least she was kind of like, hey, we can uh, do whatever we want kind of stuff. Um, I think that's what it was. I, I feel like I, I might have uh, misinterpreted that, but because she um, wanted a change to be good, right? Yeah, she wants... Uh, this is actually... Everything with Matt, for me, has been is tied up with other characters. So that's why I didn't have a section for Matt himself. Uh, well, yeah, we can uh, do some electricy stuff. Electricy, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, she wants to be good because she wants to be, in, I think, in her mind, worthy enough for Matt, an actual good person. Um, which is fine. I feel like it's a little tropey. I don't like the "you were the mission, but I didn't plan to fall in love." That type. I don't like those things. Yeah, yeah, same here. <laughs> so generic. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, what you're saying, you know, about her, like, she's had this whole other life of doing a ton of missions, and, like, she's keeping a lot of them secret, and hell, even Stick, like, says it in the episode, too, he's like, yeah, if you knew the stuff she's done, um, and then he, like, basically stops after that, but, uh, um, you know, she wants to be, like, she doesn't want to instinctually kill random people, (laughs) She wants True. to hold back, I guess, uh, which happens, you know, until the end of the episode. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> it happens until literally another person walks into the room. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was trying very I, fair. It was a ninja. but mm-hmm, That's true. And uh, I mean, in her mind, you know, all of her training was you got to kill them. Otherwise, mm-hmm. they don't stop. There's no good ninjas except for the ones that look like turtles. <laughs> that's true. Those yep. five are really good. Yep. Those, I guess there's a fifth ninja turtle now. Everyone forgets I can't about track. the girl. Everyone forgets. No, but then they add another fifth ninja turtle. Because there's a pink one and a yellow one. They're both female. <laughs> I don't remember this. Okay, what was that in? No, the the new one. That, the, uh, like, okay, I don't read the ninja turtle comics. But Same. I go on websites that cover, nin- like, cover things 
that Ninja Turtles comics would fall under. Pretty much oh, IO9 okay. is my gotcha. go-to. Okay. <laughs> um, and they made a big deal maybe a year ago, maybe less, maybe more. I have no way to tell time about a new fifth Ninja Turtle. And then they were like, yes, but this is like the fourth fifth Ninja Turtle. So people need to stop freaking out. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. Oh. That was pretty much the gist of it. Okay. Um, yeah, so, like, like I said, everything with Matt is tied up in other characters, so maybe we should move on to Frank. Okay, that have sounds good Matt. to me. Yeah. Yeah. Stop letting me choose things, because it just messes with your, your whole organization. It really does mess. Well, I was like, you know what, if you, if you have something to do with Matt, go ahead. And then it was just Electro Notes. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> You're welcome. Alright. Um... So we get, like, the character witness of Schoonover, right? Clancy Brown, as we talked about a lot so far. Um, so he describes the heroics of everyone else is down or arms blown off. And he goes out and fights the insurgents all by himself and defeats them all. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like I can imagine that scene, like, actually, if they show that part... It would be like Captain America standing up to Thanos' army all by himself. Except for, he just does it. He doesn't wait for portals to open. <laughs> yeah, he just charges at them kind of thing. Yeah. Or... I mean, it's it's real It's real superheroics. It's like he is a real hero in a realistic way. I mean, there are people out there who've done things like this, and they're like true superheroes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but so yeah, it proves that he can fight. It proves that he ha does save other people. I don't know if it proves that he didn't kill people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I mean, they wanted him as a character witness, right? Like that—that that was yeah. the whole thing. They wanted to say, "Hey, he—he's good. He cares about—he cares about his." Uh, his squad, essentially his family, right at that moment mm -hmm. in time, um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, that does that probably does help his case a bit until Frank blows it up later. Uh, yeah, uh -huh. yeah. And then the other part, uh, or the next note I have about Frank is actually stuff we talked about last week. With oh. Frank's head wound. Oh, all right. I knew it. I knew it was this week. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, I guess you could consider that his superhero origin story. He got brain damage, so now he's always fighting crime. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Was it a radioactive bullet? We can neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> okay. We don't know. <laughs> All right, well, maybe they'll talk about it in season one of his show. Yeah. I mean, Batman, again, no superpowers. He didn't need a radioactive bat to make him <laughs> Batman. No, I almost called him Superman. Has, but he has all that money, so there's still something green in the in the vicinity of his <laughs> Is that what it is? Yeah. Always something Fair. green. Fair. I really hate that line in Justice League. It's like, what's your superpower? I'm rich. Like, oh, disappointing. Yeah, that, yeah, that is a stupid superpower. Because that's not, like, like basically, if you took away his money, he would still be doing still a have, lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah, he'd still be able to kick ass. Oh, yeah. Uh, not at the level he's doing it with the money that he has and all those resources, but at a pretty good level. Yeah, I mean, we never see that. Even Iron Man, who is, like, his counterpart more than Daredevil, because um, he's another rich guy. Uh, mm -hmm. We see in Iron Man 3, you take away a suit, he still can kick ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's my favorite scene in Iron Man 3, is when he's breaking in with all those Christmas lights and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, can we just watch Iron Man 3? Let's just cover that again. <laughs> you know, one of these days we'll do those early movies again. We'll, we'll, we'll do yeah. something there, yeah. Yeah, maybe. You know, when we catch up, we'll definitely go back. <laughs> In 2065. Yep. God. Anyway. <laughs> then we get to Frank's testimony. So we see people um, with like anti-Punisher signs 
in the courtroom. Uh-huh. I don't feel like that's allowed. I yeah, I think last week we were talking about uh um you know, I, I looked up online what what uh, an actual lawyer was saying what would happen and mm-hmm. I, that was probably in that. I feel like I should have actually looked that up. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's weird that you have that cuz I don't think people were chanting at least, because, you know, you have to be quiet in the court. At least that's what I'm always told from TV. And then, then the judge mm-hmm. bangs their gavel. But, uh, yeah, I feel like that's something that they uh, want to keep out. Because, I don't know, that feels like that's some way tampering with the jury, in a sense, right? Try to convince well, yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, that guy yelled out, you killed my dad and stuff like that. And she said, disregard anything you heard. But she doesn't say, disregard all those signs back there and the chanting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, disregard that that crying child, but it's fine. Those signs, totally cool, totally cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> None um, of you had opinions on the Punisher. I'm sure you can't read. <laughs> that's why we selected this jury. You're the only yep. twelve people of the four hundred and some odd that we interviewed. You're the only twelve that don't know how to read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, hey, since we're kind of on uh, this topic right here, um. And I know we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, ah, damn. I already forgot what I was going to say. Uh, okay. All right. Well, you can edit that out, right, Tony? Probably not. All right. Well, anyway. if I remember, I'll bring it up. <laughs> oh, right. no, no. I remember. I remember. Uh, okay. We're talking about the Punisher. Um, and I, I just kind of want to point out, you know, there, there's a lot of back and forth on whether the Punisher is actually good or not. You know, vigilante, this and that. Um, mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's its own kind of civil war internally of, you know, pros and cons there. Um, however, everyone seems to keep forgetting that in the first episode of the season, he put people on meat hooks in a freezer and just <laughs> left them there to die. That's, that's like, super evil yeah, right that's there. That's not just killing them, that's torturing them to death. Yeah, exactly. Um so even if what he was doing, like, as far as just, you know, just killing mobsters and that kind of stuff, even if you could side with that, like, that that whole torture part, that's got to that's gotta be a problem for you. That's, like, yeah. there's got to be they, a line somewhere. Did anyone ever find that? Or was that because Matt found it, he, well, he wouldn't have covered it up. Yeah, I, I, I imagine someone eventually had to use that meat locker for the work meat? that they do. Yeah. <laughs> for meat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure some workers came in the next morning like, oh, God, and then they called the police. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, Yeah, well, to go along with that, that's good. Uh, Matt has uh, talks about um, New York needs vigilantes, but Frank went too far. So really, along with defending Frank, he's really defending himself. <laughs> I mean... That's probably good. He has a vested interest in winning this case. Yeah. I feel almost a conflict of interests in doing this case. Also, you don't bring up the fact that Iron Man has weapons and he's technically a vigilante blowing things out of the sky. I feel like if they had more time to research this type of stuff, they would have, you know, brought up those types of... uh those types of uh, cases. Really? You feel like they don't think about Iron Man? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I mean, th- they've had like two days to prep, right? Like, and they're, yeah. they're prepping yeah. is really just on the whole, just keep castle alive. I-, I feel like that's their, their main thing. If they had a year to prep or however long, you know, they should have in real life for a case of this caliber. Um, they probably like have a ton of different types of defenses. And in this case, they just went with the first thing they could think of and then yeah. worked on that. That's fair. Yeah. Although, yeah, we don't know if this is pre or post Sokovia Accords, right? Yeah, that's true. I guess we don't have an exact answer. I would assume it's pre because yeah, it, it feels, I, I think you'd said that this was pretty close or maybe just a few months after season one of daredevil so yeah i'm pretty sure and, this is relatively pre yeah and i feel like it would be pretty cut and dry if there's already a law in the books that are anti-vigilanteism which is the sokovia courts yeah that's true and and like the whole reason they're doing a lot of this stuff because what was it, it was a couple of weeks ago i forgot who it was who said that the da 
wanted to really start holding uh, vigilantes accountable. So she wanted to start mm-hmm. with this case. So that's what she was aiming yeah. for. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe that was it. She wanted this to happen, and then she was going to go after Stark. Stark, I feel like you go after Jessica Jones first. Yeah, that's true. Get a couple of people on the books first. Yeah. And and yeah, Jessica Daredevil. Yeah, I mean that's that's it at this point. And then they're the big guns. <laughs> Which is like somebody arrest arrest that Thor. <laughs> somebody arrest Captain America. Well, I mean, this is pre or post Winter Soldier. It is Winter post. Soldier and Civil War. <laughs> Winter Soldier and Civil War both end with Cap. Well, I mean, it doesn't end with Cap being a villain, or but he's against the U.S. government in both movies. I, I guess that's true. I, I didn't think about it from that perspective with uh, Winter Soldier, but yeah, with Hydra because technically they're Nazis, but they are infiltrated Shield. So. Yeah, that's true. So he he does have to deal with the aftermath of being declared a villain from Shield, right? Mm-hmm. So okay. I mean, not that it matters that much. I mean, they still have Captain America in their children's educational um, videos <laughs> after true. Civil War. That's true, man. He that that must just be like the only actual job he knows for making money, right? Because when he first became Captain America, when he got the Super Soldier Serum, that's what he was doing—just trying to get Bond money yeah. for the war. Um, and I guess now that he's unfrozen, he went back to advertising. Well, it's, well you know, it's either advertising or war. All right. Luckily, there were a lot of wars. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So he didn't get too bored. He just made a little bit of money here and there with some uh, some acting. Yeah. I mean, he tried spying, right? That was the beginning of Civil War. He's working with a spy agency or the strike team. Oh, yeah. That's true. Didn't work and he out. He gets mad him. about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's just watch Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Someday. Someday we'll do that. And we'll just like redo our uh, podcast episodes for the movies. Yeah. Anyway. Moving on. Oh, actually, no. Not moving on. All right. Uh, Frank Torpedo's his case. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. That's an important thing in this episode. Yeah. Um,. Okay, we know at the end of the episode he meets uh, Frisky Fisky. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Maybe we'll find this out next episode and I just don't remember. What does Fisk have on Frank that makes Frank want to sabotage his own defense? So I 100% forgot about all of this part of mm-hmm. the season. Like, I remember Fisk was in it very briefly and that was all. I don't even remember Frank going to jail or like, you know, with the trial stuff. Oh, yeah. um, and you actually had mentioned something uh, off air um, about something that happens later in the season that I had completely yeah, I forgotten. think it's next episode. So. Oh, yeah. that's good to know. Yeah. So I'm completely guessing here. Um, he doesn't he either a, he has some information on Frank's family that Frank would like to know about or B, um, Frank just wants to be locked up in there with all of the people he wants to kill. And maybe very Rorschach. Yeah. Exactly. Rorschach. Um, was it? I'm not locked up with you. You're locked up in here with me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah. I'm kind of going to go with, with the first one. I'm thinking maybe Fisk said something about, Hey, I got some more info on your family. I'll give it to you. If you do some work for me. That's fair. Yeah. Maybe. All right. Should we move on to the villains? Yeah, sounds good to me. I ask you, to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. The hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Kneel before me. I said... Uh, who do you want to start with? I've got four villains on here. All right, no, three start... villains on here. Okay, let's start with the second one. 
All right. Ninjas! <laughs> Perfect. I mean, they were the villains we see at the beginning of the episode. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, freaking ninjas. We talked last week. It was like, Daredevil is known for being a vigilante, and he's known for being an attorney. He's also known for fighting ninjas. This is like the third major thing that everyone knows about Daredevil. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um... I've got a question about our ninjas, though. Okay. They have no heartbeats and no foot sounds, even to Daredevil's super speed. To super hearing, not speed. Um, first question, are they dead? <laughs> <laughs> Second question, did they learn how to silence their heart just because of Stick and Matt? Or were they doing this all the time for the hell of it? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the bigger question. Um, so I I remember a little bit, like, I know that they answer this question later in the season, or at least maybe not answer it, but they give a little bit more of an explanation about it. I don't know if they ever say why they do it. And yeah. honestly, I don't think Stick can hear their heartbeat, right? I don't think I don't he has think the same power do. as Daredevil, right? I don't think he does either. But yeah, I'm, like, oh, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Because early in this episode, when um, they were, like, fixing up Electra in Matt's bedroom, uh, mm-hmm. Stick says to Matt, hey, use that hearing of yours to tell me if her heart is beating normally. Oh, uh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, why in the world would they need to silence their heart? Because <laughs> they're extreme, and if you're going to do something, they go to 11. <laughs> All right question number two or this is question number like seven how do you do that how do you silence your heart like extreme conditioning i don't like okay uh i know that you can slow down your heart and i, mm-hmm. I thought that that's what they were doing i thought they slowed down their heart but maybe i was wrong um i don't know yeah i mean because matt has to use um, the sound of the weapons. Like you think maybe if there was one heart every ten heartbeat every ten seconds, or I don't know how fast how slow you can slow down your heart to. I, but he'd still have a good idea of where they are at least for the moment. Yeah, I think it's something like that. Yeah. Um, and then again, and- I don't think you can run and do ninja stuff while slowing down your heart. I think you gotta pretty be be pretty calm. Yeah, you 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 need your blood moving. To use your organs and limbs, <laughs> oxygen. Yeah, to exactly. Your body parts. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's part of the fuel. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I know already we're twenty-seven minutes in, and I've referenced two other Marvel movies I'd rather be watching, but the ninjas <laughs> got me so excited. <laughs> I know it's it's uh, cheesy and bad, and you know ninjas are cliche, but they're really cool. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they, they totally are. And, like, honestly, I've kind of just been waiting for this part of the season. <laughs> the other stuff, like, yeah, okay, that's cool. Yeah, exactly, ninjas. Um, since we're talking about ninjas in general, uh, and later we find out that they're the hand. Um, mm-hmm. Not the foot. <laughs> yeah, definitely not the foot. Um, when Stick shows up, he cuts off the hand of one of the ninjas. Do you think that was foreshadowing? I think so. Okay. That's all I had for, for that. But. Or, I don't know if it was foreshadowing, because I'm not sure what if Stick does anything to like, really cut off the hand. <laughs> he just wanted to. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's symbolic, but I don't think it's foreshadowing. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Yep. Alright, anything else about ninjas? I have it in all caps with an exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nothing else. Um... You know, actually, just one last thing I, I do want to kind of bring up. Um, so I was thinking about this. So, uh, all right. So Electra gets slashed with the sword, and it has that mm-hmm. crazy poison oh, stuff yeah. on there where she almost dies from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the episode, Matt gets shot with an arrow. And I was wondering, like, why isn't that coated with the poison? So I think it is. Because at the end we see his his pupils dilate, which actually oh. shouldn't happen if he's blind. But either way, 
I think I don't remember. So this is a spoiler if I'm right, but I think the poison might affect him next episode. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. I I was thinking that the um, arrow was not coded just because maybe it comes off if it's shot. But uh, okay, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I I don't see why else they would zoom in on his eyes and show him dilating. Because he's been like, I feel like the worst pain he's been in is being sliced by Nobu's like razor thing. I feel like that's like, to me, that's the most viscerally painful thing, at least that I've seen. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that was, that was really bad. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, let's move on to Electra. Sounds good. Um, we already talked about that she never planned to fall in love. Yeah. Um, but uh, she her original mission was to take him away from his law law career, from the city, from his friends, which is actually now ten years removed is actually working. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I mean, all she had to do was wait for him to get a life established and then bring it all down. Yeah. And kind of also really let him do half of that work too with, you know, Daredevil stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then she it happens to her. It's like he convinces her to be a good person. Um, until like literally 10 minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. She she really wanted to be a better non-murderous person. She even told Stick to leave. Mm-hmm. And yeah, exactly like what you said. Baby uh, steps. Yeah. Baby yeah. steps. She could have tortured the guy for information. But no, she just let us throw So, you know, she's not being cruel. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> On the bright side, Matt didn't actually have to see it happen. So that's good. Because, you know, that's, that's pretty gross. <laughs> Fair. Although he probably has like a more visceral reaction, he can he can sense the the knife piercing, cutting the veins in the neck and stuff like that. Ah, plus all the blood <laughs> got all over him too. That was yeah, that's true. So, so he feels it, he tastes it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about the last line. It's like, what do you still like me or <laughs> something like whatever she says to him. What she say to him at the last line? Uh, I I don't remember, but or yeah, you no, still want right. to be with me like... or something like that. Yeah, there was something like that. Uh, I feel that was weird. <laughs> it was. It, it's kind of like a like they like with MCU stuff where they they want to throw in like a joke here and there, but mm-hmm. it wasn't in her character. No, uh, I guess it's a little in her character, but not not real. I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. It felt weird. Yeah, I feel like it's more her asking, "Am I still worthy of your love?" It's like. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to kill right away. You didn't have to wait like, no, I'll I'll go with you, Matt. I'm trying to be good. And then instantly decide to slit his throat. (laughs) But whatever. Yeah. Uh Yeah. All right. Uh, Anything else from Ms. Uh, Electra? Ms. What's her last name? Nachios. Nope. Yeah, I got nothing. All right. I've got one note about uh, Wilson. Big Willie. Frisky Fisky, however names I'll have for him. <laughs> um, he's bench pressing four hundred and ninety-five pounds. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering how much that was, but uh that's a that's gotta be a crazy number. Yeah, um the bar if I remember correctly from when I did weightlifting in high school, um the bar is forty five pounds and those big plates standard are forty five pounds each. So I did forty five times nine. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, that's that's all I have. And like, hey, Wilson Fisk is back. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, um. And as you say this now, I'm like, I'm really curious. What is the like world record for uh, weightlifting? And I have no mm-hmm. idea if this is even like. Uh, we like want to do world record type? for bench pressing. Bench, bench pressing. pressing is that's doing. Okay. All right. So I, I yeah, I was trying to figure out what um you know what what the name was so all right glad mm-hmm. you said that um let's see so i'm just going to click on the first thing here oh from 6 days ago and oh. um unofficial world record was is a uh, 765 pounds so wow okay. yeah that's a lot yeah i see a picture of this dude and it's like nothing but muscle and a beard <laughs> you you should send me a link okay so i will 
do that in the chat window that you and I have. Right. Um, to our dear listeners, if I remember, this will be in the show notes, but I'm not going to guarantee that because oh. I've said it in the in the past and forgot. Also, I'm seeing a uh, headline here that says Tom Holland wants to reboot Back to the Future. So I'm yeah, I saw happen. that too. Yeah, me, me too. Um, they did a deep fake thing with um Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Holland, uh, in Back to the Future, <laughs> and then he was like, "I think the story is like, yeah, that would be cool if someone calls me." And that's the whole story. And they're like, "He wants to reboot it," and you know, blowing everything out of proportion. Oh, okay, of course, yeah. So yeah. someone says something rational. And then everyone else just wants clicks to their site. Okay. Yeah. It's like those things is like, hey, guy who plays Olaf in um, in Frozen, how would you like to be the new Captain America? I was like, yeah, if they give me a call, I wouldn't. And it's Olaf is new Captain America or stuff like that. What's it? Yeah, I don't know his name. It's just like the Josh, uh, Gad, Josh Gad, the yeah. opposite of the opposite of Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> was was that actually a thing? You no, no. There. Okay. No, it's always these things like they'll ask actors, "Hey, would you like to play a superhero?" And like, "Yeah, sure." If Marvel calls me, and they'll be like, "Um, uh, Emma Watson campaigning for superhero roles, stuff like that." It's like, no, that's not that's not what they said. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh. All right. Um, let's move on to our supporting characters. Sounds good. Guy in the chair. Don't do anything stupid until I get back. How can I? Taking all the stupid with you. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. So, uh, I'm going to start off with Stick. Because okay. we haven't seen him this season. That's true. About time. Yeah. So, Daredevil stops Elektra from killing people. Elektra gets slashed. And then Stick returns and kills people anyway. So, it was really pointless getting her poisoned. yeah uh i don't know i I, like so the reason that she was slashed was because daredevil tried to stop her from killing that person right like that was the whole reason so his lack of murder got her almost murdered Mm -hmm. i feel like that's a, a a balance of sorts yeah like it's it's a lesson for him and i guess also for her yeah well, she learned that lesson. Kill every ninja you see. That's true. And that happened at the end of the episode, right? So yep. that's her instinct. Yeah. Matt, on the other hand, not so much. Exactly. And he gets arrowed. Yeah. Yeah. I also like um, Stick. Uh, when he cures the poison, he demands all these things. It's like, was it baking soda, bunch of stuff, and the goddamn tea. <laughs> <laughs> the tea he just drinks it when he's done i thought that was a good touch yeah. well you know you, you need to treat yourself yep treat yourself <laughs> um yeah i don't have that much for stick he he's there he's gone he goes to the wall he says at the end when he's leaving yeah i mean he's just a, a secretive person so anytime he shows up like oh what's gonna happen why is he doing this stuff what's what's his rationale eh, all right that's it it's actually kind yeah, of a, a complaint i had why why are characters like this so secretive but no one's like that in real life right i assume i don't know i've never been part of a secret war yeah okay i guess that's fair or maybe i am and my mentor won't tell me about it <laughs> well ask your mentor <laughs> next time you see them i will okay yeah um a lot of the stuff that he talks about is the hand and the chaste which i put in the 12 percent section Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the only other person I have for this section is uh, Foggy. Um, how he... When he wants Matt to question Frank. Is it more that Matt has the powers to hear his heartbeat and find out he's lying? Or is it because he has this connection, he's heard the confession from Frank as Daredevil on the rooftop? So uh, I actually had that uh, exact same notes for Foggy for this, like mm-hmm. giving him points for wanting Matt to do that. Uh, but answering your question really quickly, I don't know. I mean, I, I wonder if that's 
normally Matt is better at it because he's able to read the person like with their heartbeat and stuff and then work off of that knowing like oh I definitely have them now or oh okay like this this can lead to more stuff so I should keep pressing on on this line of questioning yeah I'm not I feel yeah I feel I feel like you're right but also they're defending Frank they don't need to find out if he's lying. <laughs> that's true. But they also know if they should hold back, right? Like, maybe that's that's um, yeah, Matt's thing, right? Like, it. oh, I shouldn't ask these questions because maybe he'll go off on a tirade saying, oh, I want to kill everyone. Um, or I would do it again, right? You know, that, <laughs> well, that yeah, well he, he did not do well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. you're right. Frank, uh, Frank, Foggy <laughs> knows... His strengths and Matt's strengths, at least. Yeah, yeah, and and that that was the thing that I I wanted to give to Foggy. Like he he's still choosing, no matter how angry he is at Matt, he's still choosing to make the right move. And I gotta say, so far this is this is Foggy's season. This is him being like, yeah, like yeah, Foggy is definitely the MVP of the season. Oh yeah. yeah, I'd be totally fine. Just I think we might have said this before, but just say like a courtroom drama TV show of just Foggy. That could be fun. Yeah. I'm sure we'd see some like slapstick comedy every so often. That might be like yeah. part of the, the main shtick of it. But yeah. I mean, I don't know slapstick, but he's a very lighthearted guy. Maybe dealing with um, dealing with low-level villains and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I feel be like that would be Stilt fun. Man. Yeah. Stilt Man. Um, every third episode is Turk Barrett. <laughs> gotta have the recurring characters yeah yep yeah all right um yeah i have nothing for um karen she breaks up with um matt <laughs> kind of yeah yeah that's true yeah that's i didn't really think of it that way but yeah no that that is what happened well, at least that's how matt's reading it because he's about to <laughs> um <laughs> go and run away with electra <laughs> oh that's right <laughs> or he wanted to break up with karen and just didn't tell her He's just going to ghost too. her. Yeah. He is very inconsiderate. Uh, it's got to. It's going to be really awkward when he goes into work the next day. Like he's, yeah. he's just going to stop responding to Karen's texts or her calls. <laughs> but he'll no. He'll he'll respond. Is it professional or personal? And if it's professional, <laughs> he'll respond. If it's personal, he'll just not respond again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that makes sense. <laughs> all right i'm done with these guys okay well hold on one last thing about karen yeah Um, yeah she like showed up at his house and she saw blind old guy passed out woman with bandages on her stomach on matt's bed she might not have seen the the bandages not not sure about that but you know she saw that and matt was in there like she she listed off some weird things what do you think she actually thought was going on (laughs) that's a very good question um, obviously a blind person threesome. Um, or I have no idea. I have no idea. Why storm out? Just like ask questions. <laughs> yes. Like I would be so confused. Like what? I, 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 I mean, I came here to tell you stuff and, and kind of yell at you, but what the hell are you into? <laughs> <What are> you... <laughs> I mean, especially because, yeah. like, the way Stick, like, brought her in, like, Stick must have, like, gone and answered the door, too, and let her in. I was like, oh, yeah, Matt's in the bedroom. Here, I'll open the door for you. Yeah. And Stick didn't have, like, a stick to guide or anything. He just kind of walked up, but he was obviously blind, because I think he had the sunglasses on. Yeah. I mean, either way, he's definitely blind if you see yeah. his eyes or not. Um, Yeah, I don't... I'm wondering what's... You're right. I didn't even think about that. What's going through Karen's mind? I, the only thing How I can think of... How dare you hang out with a blind man and a bloody unconscious woman? Uh, yeah, like, the, that's one of those things. You you have to find the answer. Like, you you just... It's, it's so weird. You just have to stop and ask, what's going on here? I just or, you know, know, she as far as we know, she doesn't even bring it up to Foggy. Like, who were these people? Yeah, Foggy might know. That's right. I don't think... Foggy doesn't know who Stick is, 
but he knows he knows that Matt's Daredevil. He knows who Elektra is. He knows why <laughs> there would be blood. That's right. Last week's episode, Matt was telling Foggy that Elektra is a ninja now, basically. Like, she's doing all uh-huh. this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Again, bad communication skills, bad friends. Yep, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <sighs> all right. I'm good to move on. How about you? Yeah, let's move on. All right, cool. Uh, so let's take a quick break uh, to talk about our sponsor. Welcome to Baston Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so... Stark raving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the chair. Now, Tony, um, you do have a job right now. You have a whole long uh, a career. Um, now, if I remember correctly, it has something to do with children, correct? Yes. All right. Well, that yeah. really sucks. Uh, you know what you need? <laughs> a lot of things. Exactly. You need a new job, and our friends at The Chaste are hiring. An organization uh, an organization to rid <laughs> the world of things that need to be chased down, like stray dogs, golden stitches, and evil ninja-type organizations. So right now, they're only hiring for entry-level positions, you know, driver, front door, greeter, red shirt, the usual. But if you stick around long enough, like a few years, or a few days if it's one of those months, you'll get a battlefield <laughs> promotion to something higher, like head driver or daredevil. Use promo code MCU Rewind to get a cool The Chaste fanny pack if they hire you on. Remember, that's The Chaste. They put The Chase in J.P. Morgan Chase. <laughs> so many usages for the word chaste. <laughs> yeah, that's the, you know, they, they want their branding out there. They want everyone yeah. to know about them so. and join on. Well, you know, I mean, for a secret organization, you really need to have that branding. That's why Hydra and S.H.I.E.L.D. have their logos on everything. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we'll move on to powers, abilities, and superhero landings. All right. Their abilities? He's got increased metabolism and improved thermal homeostasis. Her thing is neuroelectric interfacing, telekinesis, mental manipulation. He's fast and she's weird. That thing does not obey the laws of physics at all. Okay, look, the city's flying. We're fighting an army of robots. And I have a bow and arrow. Um, so yeah, so Matt catches an arrow when he's in the car. I feel like oh, yeah. we don't see the superhuman reflexes that often. Yeah, that, that's true. Like, because I, I always forget about that, too. Like, you know, you, you put so much emphasis on him knowing where everyone is in the area, like, around him. Because he, I mean, he kind of has that 360 vision type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I forget that he also just moves really fast, too. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, freakishly fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, when they're in that chase, the well, it's like a foot chase against the car to get the chase, but they're the hand. I'm very confused. Um, with ninjas chasing the car, one of the ninjas jumps on the car and pulls the Captain America. Where, um, when in the first adventure, when Steve jumps on the taxi cab and just sliding on top of it, trying to hold on. So that's not a superpower, but it's just a nice parallel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay i mean he doesn't pull it off as well but yeah no <laughs> um yeah and then otherwise i got skipped to the end with the end fight unless there's anything else you want to talk about with powers and abilities before the end fight uh no not, nothing else really i mean there, there's a little bit with stick i mean um because he pulled out that cool crossbow right in the in the car oh, yeah and uh he was able to use that very accurately um which was just kind of cool to see, honestly. But yeah, that, that's it. That's all I had. Yeah. I mean, I'm wondering if... um, Is that guy who's driving um, stick around... Is him, like, being able to just sit in the car and chill with ninjas around? Is that a superpower? Is he the whole thing, his part in the chase, just to drive blind men around? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what... I don't know who he is from, like, the comics or anything. Maybe mm-hmm. he's blind also. No idea. Well, at first, when they got in the car, I didn't. They did a close up on Stick, and you couldn't see the other guy. And I thought Stick was driving the car. It's like, <laughs> wow, that's <was> impressive. <laughs> that is, 
Even uh, even Matt can't do that. I bet he could. He could if he wanted to. He just doesn't want to. Yeah. If all the windows were down, including the windshield. Uh, actually, <laughs> yeah. that was in a comic once. Um, he was like being chased by a bunch of people, and so he had to like ninjas. Uh, no, it wasn't ninjas. It was I forget what it was, but it was basically it was it it was on one of those times where where he gets outed for being daredevil and then he like goes off and does his own thing as matt murdoch by himself and mm-hmm. you know they he falls into some weird town and then bad stuff happens because you know superhero stuff anyway yeah. uh, he ends up having to like steal a truck and he can't like sonar his way past the windshield so he has to like break down the windshield he like kicks it off or something that's interesting <laughs> I, mean, I mean it, it makes sense right that the sound stuff he, he can only it, it's it's gonna bounce off of it so yeah i mean yeah i feel like he's gonna be able to hear through the windshield it probably helps him yeah that that's true yeah i mean how accurate is is that gonna be too right yeah that's true yeah hmm. Um, we also, then my last notes are for, uh, the fight at the end. Okay. We get superhero landing number 64 after Matt does like 43 flips backwards, avoiding the ninja stars. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, my other thing is he fights with an arrow piercing, what should be like a lung or something. <laughs> yeah, that was like, like right through him. That, that can't be good for him at all. Like he yeah. he's he's gonna be like down for the count for like a few months, I assume. I don't know what happens to a human body when you get hit in the chest with an arrow, but it's gotta be bad. It's not yeah, it's not good. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a normal arrow. That's not even like a poison one, maybe. Yeah. But Matt is essentially a ninja. He has some superpowers. So I'm sure he'll be fine. Okay, he, he does I, have I a, a healing factor, I assume. Yeah, I bet if he wanted to, he could just flex and the arrow would be pushed out of his body. He just didn't have, he needed to focus. Okay, yeah, and maybe that's what happens next week in, in the next yeah, episode, we'll see. right? We haven't we'll watched see. it yet. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, I'm ready to move on if you are. Yeah, same here. To our random crap. Mm-hmm. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% credit. 12%. An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, ah. I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm 12 months older than you. Go. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Um, we get the hand story. Uh, the Hand were these people who found a treasure that gave him immortality. Uh, which, looking back, really lines up with what we find out later in Defenders. Uh-huh. Um, but I do like how Matt doesn't believe it. And then um, Stick's just like, you're Catholic, right? Isn't that the whole point of your religion? Because someone pulled that trick once. So is he a, is he saying that Jesus found the same treasure that the hands did? <laughs> I mean, I don't think he is, but it's possible. Yeah, I'm gonna say he did. I'm gonna say okay. that's what happened. Okay, all right. At least in the MCU. Okay, yeah. I mean, it would fit. I mean, maybe you know, maybe he just found that same thing or something similar. That does yeah. that. Or he's a type of alien or something. There's so many options. Okay. He could be Asgardian. That's true. Yeah. Or some other type of thing. He could be uh uh what is it? They also the they also have the Greek gods too, right? Could be one of yeah. those in, in the MCU. In, well, I guess they're Olympian. not in the MCU yet, but I'm sure eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Although I'm not sure when they're gonna jump on that because Wonder Woman has the the corner of the Greek world, at least in mainstream comics movies yeah. yeah that's a good point i mean i i feel like they would probably do it after they're done doing anything with asgardians and like maybe wait yeah. a year or two and then bring in greek gods it's like yeah all right now we're doing this stuff yeah but i mean we're not gonna get rid of asgardians anytime soon with the loki show and thor for 
that's and probably right. a Valkyrie showing up and stuff. Well, we'll see what yeah. happens. Maybe they'll yeah. maybe they won't have like their own movie or something. Maybe it'll just be like, and they visit this world. Yeah, and then the Eternals are based on Greek gods. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. All right. Yeah, I think we talked about this on the podcast. I I don't know if we said that. We talked a little bit about Eternals recently, but okay. okay. When does that movie come out? Does it ever release? In November of this year. Oh, that's no. Oh, that's this year. Oh, wow. Okay. For yeah. some reason, I thought it was next year. Okay. No. For all we know, we could have seen the trailer already because <laughs> in this timeline, Black Widow would have come out, and I wouldn't be surprised if the trailer dropped with Black Widow. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, go see the movie, and it's one of the trailers during it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. But the uh, the hand's goal is to find the black sky and the chaste. Its goal is to stop the hand. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, they do. He does tell the story about the chase about one one boy who by himself defeated the hand, right? And he built an army. Are, am I wrong in thinking that that one boy might have been the first Iron Fist? I thought he basically said it was himself. But yeah, no, it, it very well could have been the first Iron Fist because that's his whole thing yeah. that they talk about in the Iron Fist. TV show yeah. is he's there to fight the hand. Yeah. Um. Using stick, use the stick was that one boy. Well, that's what uh, Daredevil says, or well, that's what Matt says to him after he tells him that story. So stick says that whole story, and then Matt says, "Now let me guess. In this story, you're the boy who did that." I think M- Matt was saying that to kind of uh, belittle uh, stick because he doesn't believe it. Oh, okay. Like it would be too. It would be like if a, if you made up this story, you would make stick would make himself the boy to, like tie it all together. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. But if it's a real story, it probably isn't stick. No, probably not, because the hand was from like samurai days and ninjas. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. stick probably isn't that old. Mm, probably not. But again, again. MCU. Yeah, exactly. I mean, hey, if the hand can come back to life, maybe Stick found a way to, like, steal some of that juice. Yeah, that's true. Keep himself around. Yeah. Yep, some of that juicy fruit. Um, Yeah, I mean, like, or you go dipped into the dark dimension, because apparently that gives the Ancient One extended life. Or, going back to my old standby, he could be Asgardian. <laughs> probably yeah. not Asgardian. <laughs> Yeah, probably not. We we don't know of any blind as guardians. Nope. Unless I mean, that's I his power. If, I mean, I bet if I looked into Greek myth, there are blind. Like um, Odin lost an eye, and Thor, Thor did too, so they can be blinded. All right, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I think we're good. You ready to close out, or do you have any other notes? Um, nope, I'm good. Uh, right. before we move on, how many ninja stars are you going to give this episode? I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost her best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? All right, uh, I'm going to give it uh, uh, 3.75. I don't want to go all the way to 4. But I'm leaning towards it. Honestly, just bringing in the ninjas. Like, I'm excited mm-hmm. for the rest of the season now. Because now we're getting to the stuff that I remember I enjoyed a lot more. Um, there was a lot of the... Like, basically a lot of the in-between stuff was just kind of... I don't want to say wrapping up the previous stuff that they've been doing. But, you know, there's all the trial stuff and all the other things. Like, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't want that. Like, I, I like the, you know, Daredevil, Electra, Stick. Like, I'm, I'm good with all that. That's what I'm looking forward to. So... Yeah. Oh, 3.75 ninja stars i'm sure that 0.75 go. is probably a little effective yeah i'm gonna give it a full four ninja stars so not five but um ninjas really increase my estimation of this episode <laughs> but also um yes it's still setting up some big thing between a frank and fisk but it brings fisk back and it gets me excited to watch the next episode Exactly. Yeah. Nice lead in too. Yep. Yeah. 
But yeah. All right. I'm ready to wrap it up. Awesome. All right, everyone. Uh, so this has been uh, season two, episode eight of Daredevil, Guilty as Sin. Next week, we'll talk about episode nine, Seven Minutes in Heaven. Um, and so again, until next time, you know, follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. Uh, please subscribe. Uh, tell your friends to subscribe, your enemies, random people you see on the street, uh, et cetera, et cetera. That would be awesome. Um, and that's about it. So this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. Visualize all the things I want